This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Well, 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 it is uh, the weekend again, which only means one thing. It's time for the weekend wrap-up on the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is that time of week. It is. It is a weekend. Yeah. Which means it is time. It's early. It's Saturday. We usually do this know, Sunday, but you know, it's a busy weekend. It it's is. one of those summer things. You got you know? Memorial Day, you got graduation stuff, birthday parties, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, hey, can we do this today? And I'm like, yeah, I guess we can do it today. Let's do it today. I guess I'll get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So you've been running around all day. How's that going? Yeah, well, it's been crazy, man. I mean, between trying to find a place to live we sold our house which is a good thing so you're homeless now Uh, well yes basically so no we have two months to find a place to live or else we will be and my wife has given up on all hope so she's ready to pitch a tent under a bridge so she's ready to be homeless (laughs) she's ready to be homeless and so i'm like you know found a great home today and i'm like hey let's do it she's like i don't know i don't care you know so. what she's trying to do is she's trying to push you to live with your in-laws. That's not happening. <laughs> I, I will. I will run away. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're great folks, but uh, I'm not. I'm not. You're no. not the in-law dweller. I'm not the in-law dweller. No, I, I'm not at anybody dweller. I had to. We had to camp at my in-laws for like the first two weeks. That I think I talked to you this yeah. when you first started looking for a house. But the first two weeks when we moved to town. But then um, I got a job here, and right away they're like, hey, we need to send you to Georgia for a job for two weeks. It's like, yes, yes, let's do it. So <laughs> we might have lived there longer. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't I was there, so I, I'm not sure. But I was just like, the one time I'm okay with working on the road yeah. is then. And again, it's the same thing. It's like I love my in-laws, but right. I don't love living with, right. with in-laws. I wouldn't want to live with my own parents, I was going to say, so. yeah, I wouldn't want to live with my, my own family so. why would you want to live with somebody else <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean they better be cool as shit if you're gonna live right. with them i guess so yeah yeah so all that to be said yes between that and then yes uh, my nephew graduated congratulations luke if you're listening and does then, luke listen is he a listener i don't know if he does or not you no. know i never asked him well you so should ask him i should he should he's gonna be in college next year he needs edu- you education him, you should have gave him that as his graduation yeah. present just shared the link to yeah. our podcast Here, and be I, like you're welcome. I signed you up for to be a pa- Patreon member. <laughs> you are welcome. That's the I gift paid that for keeps the first. Given. I paid for the first month, and you are responsible yeah, for the rest we, of it. Yeah. And I made it so you can't uh, cancel this <laughs> for five years. Yes. <laughs> At the hundred dollar level, yeah, obviously. You, you need this going into college. I didn't have any graduation parties to I go to either. this weekend. So. Oh, oh, this weekend. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
We had one last weekend, but not this yeah. weekend. I don't know that many people that right. have kids that age yeah. anymore. I'm we... sure coming up here pretty soon. Well, I can't say pretty soon because god damn my my daughter's <laughs> gonna be a freshman so and, Four and years. within Four a few years, years yeah. uh, it'll be crazy for me too yeah. but for now it's just like it's kind of nice not having yeah. anybody too many people that know people that age that have kids right. that age because yeah um i i've been there where it's just like everybody it's like waves of kids of yeah. people you know right yeah like you'll have people <clears throat> that like eight people are having graduations then like four years down the road it's like 10 more people you know had kids about the same time yeah. and i know like my circle of friends back when we had our first kid we knew like seven or eight people that had kids yeah. all the same year yeah. and it's just like well there's gonna be a lot of graduation yeah. parties that year so yeah. justin campbell is in the chat hey, he justin. says i saw the notification on twitter headed over to youtube and then i remembered and then yes. he said his son's also going to be a freshman um Justin, thanks for pointing out the fact and reminding me of the fact that we are once again kicked off YouTube. If people don't realize that, I tried, I, I got an account set up on Odyssey and I actually like thought I figured out how to live stream to Odyssey, but, and I know how to like manually, but I thought I had the stream service figured out to automatically. Right. But then when I clicked stream, I went to the Odyssey account and it wasn't streaming. And I'm just like, oh, it's too late now. I'll figure that out next time, I guess. Yeah. So we are still live on um facebook and on twitter yes. so you all can still listen to us and and, and this time it's a two-week ban from youtube correct yeah it is a two-week ban um until they listen to our until they show. listen to it next <laughs> but but they're on the the prowl like yeah, we talked right. last week about the building they're inspector hunting. yeah and when he comes in if he sees things obvious then he starts looking well this wasn't even and i thought our discussion with uh with um justin too many justins light, light, light heart yes. light light heart light yes. year Lightyear. No, Lightheart. <laughs> I know. I know. Justin Lightheart last week and was, was definitely going to get us kicked off. Yes. But I thought so too. That's what I thought you, you yeah, were talking about. But the day I went to release that episode, we were already banned. Hmm. And I was just like, because I went to upload it Tuesday night to post Wednesday. And then Wednesday, I went to share it and it was like, hey, this is private. You got to make it public. Well, yeah. I went to make it public and it's like, oh, by the way, you can't make anything public because once again, you're banned. And then the episode it said was from an episode over a year ago because it was uh, it was week 49. Oh, wow. And we're at like 104 yeah. episodes in. This was episode 49 is what it said because that was back when on YouTube, I was still numbering them. So um, now I don't number them on YouTube. Right. So I, I don't is, know. Is this our is our, is our second year that's coming? Is like yeah. Monday or second year anniversary? Yeah, it is, Bill. Dang. Yeah, we are going on two years that's doing this. crazy. So an episode from over a year ago they found for a two-week ban. Yeah. And then if you get three in 90 days, then you're kicked off permanently oh. forever and ever. And yeah. I guarantee you. That's going to happen. I mean, if, <laughs> if they found those. Right. We've got over 300 episodes yeah. on YouTube for them to sift yeah. through. So we we will no longer be on YouTube. Fortunately, okay. I save every episode that I've ever recorded right. on a hard drive backed up. And it's on case. our website, right? Uh, the links to YouTube are. Oh, we, so, oh, oh, oh. yeah. So I have to find new homes for them. I don't know that I'll ever get them all um, like posted on Odyssey or something like that, but I'll try to yeah. work on it because that would probably take a year just yeah. to post all can, those. Can we do like a greatest hits album? Yeah, that, <laughs> that would take forever. Um, all our episodes are still available for audio listening 
um, all over the podcast platform. So if you can't find an old episode or something, you can always go back and listen to them. And we're going to find, like I said, we found Odyssey. I'm going to try that out and see if that works. We will have a new home for us one way or another. So uh, I'm just decided that we're just off of YouTube. Like yeah. there's no fighting right. it at this right. point. There's no trying, like uh, my brother was like, yeah, they did that, did that to me when I was, cause he had like this cue, this guy that would come on and talk about oh, Q. Right. Yeah, I remember that. And they started doing that and going back. And so he's like, I had to go uh, delete all the Q episodes. I was like, well, the problem is they're coming after us for medical right. misinformation. And that is two years of right. basically that. Yeah. So, and, and, and it's like, what? pick your episode. I mean, <laughs> I think in the first episode we did, I said, you know, there's no fucking way I'll wear a mask right. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, so. if they want to find, if they found that one bad, yeah. then they're going to find most of right. the bad. Justin says, they dinged me with an adult content restriction. Are, are you doing porn on YouTube, <laughs> Justin? For explicit language for an episode from October. That was a first for me. I've never been dinged for that, but I've always put, I've always clicked the... um yeah not made for children oh, i've sure. always like just defaulted to that because yeah. we're not really made for children really <laughs> so no. uh we talk about we we don't censor ourselves at all we don't censor our language or our content yeah. um in that way so um if you have children i think it's on you to plug your kids ears and tell them to go away yeah. but um yeah i've never got that i've never actually heard somebody getting that ding mm -hmm. justin says he actually did click that not oh. made for children, but they were excessively vulgar on that one. <laughs> well, define excessively. Which vulgar. episode was that? So I could confine that. I, I, I yeah. Uh, send us a link to that so we can go look for it because that sounds amazing. Uh, this is your weekend wrap up. We're not here to talk about just our weekends, but the weekend in the world or yes. the, the week, not the weekend, but yes, the, week the week in the world. Um, everything that all the bullshit that's gone on, all the things that are getting everybody's panties in a wad this week, um, which is always fun. Before we get into yeah. that, obviously, we got to mention our sponsors. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. They fully endorse uh, Justin Campbell being able to be uh, particularly vulgar on his podcast without getting deemed um, adult content yeah. or whatever. Um, Run Your Mouth Coffee is a coffee company, obviously. And they make delicious coffee. And they also support free speech, your ability to just have open discussion, have opinions, no matter how stupid or ridiculous or against the grain they go, um, without the threat of being censored, without the threat of being deplatformed or people telling you to just shut the fuck up. Um, but apparently not everybody agrees with that. But run your mouth coffee does. Go to RYM Coffee. Wow, I cannot click on the right button at all. It took me three tries. <laughs> Go to rymcoffee.com and tell them we sent you by using the promo code break the bell. That's all one word. And support companies that support free speech and all your individual rights, such as Run Your Mouth Coffee, because they need just as much help as we do. Yes. Um, there's a threat on small businesses, on individual freedoms, and there's a threat on freaking good coffee, too. Have you tasted Folgers? I, I, I probably... I have not, but I have had really bad gas station coffee. Before, oh my god, gas station coffee is the worst. Yeah. So, uh, there's like there's pinto beans. There is a war on good coffee. <laughs> so, uh, only drink good coffee, like run your mouth coffee that supports good things like free speech. Rymcoffee.com. That's it for that. Yeah, and give a big middle finger to YouTube. Yes, <laughs> give the biggest middle yes. finger to YouTube. Like run your mouth would want you to. Justin says. Uh, 
Run Your Mouth Coffee sponsors the morning after podcast, which you should check out tonight's special after the show wraps. Wow, Justin, way to uh, shamelessly <laughs> plug your um, your show on my show by saying, go check out this podcast because it is a really good podcast. It's a great bunch of guys that like sit around and just bullshit. And if you think we're bad, you should go watch the morning after show, which why is the morning after show about to go live at after 530 at night? When right. did that is that like European time? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. What time zone are you on, Justin? <laughs> Go watch, I guess, the morning after the after the morning, morning after podcast because it's great. But thanks for that shameless plug. But I will. Justin says he's always promoting. Justin, I will always promote you, too, as long as you return the favor, because we're whores like that. Yes. So we got to get into this show. Justin's derailing us once again. <laughs> The first thing I want to mention, but we're not going to talk about, is the biggest news of this week. Obviously, the weekend yes, news, right. the wrapping up the week, we're like, hey, this is the biggest thing out there right now, but we're not going to talk yeah. about it today. But there's good reason why. There is a good reason why. That is the the school shooting and how do you pronounce that? Uvalde? That's right. Uvalde? Yeah. Uvalde? Uvalde. I'm going to say Uvalde mm -hmm. until I'm corrected on that. Yeah. And then I'll probably still say it because Uvalde. I got corrected on you saying Kiev. When oh. we first started, well, it was like three, two weeks into it. I think it was my mom texted. She's like, actually, it's pronounced Kiev. I was like, yeah, I know, but I've already committed yeah. to Kiev. And I think everybody, you watch any movie and they call it Kiev. Yeah, back in, the, like, I can't remember what I was watching. It was an older movie yeah. and it was talking about Ukraine and they said Kiev. And, yeah. it, and I told her, I was like, I've already committed to it. Yeah. If I go correct it now, people would just think I'm stupid. Yeah. And now I'm just committed. Yeah. So, and, and I, I don't care. When you go to the, the you know, high V and you, you're like, do you have a special on Kiev chicken? They know exactly what you're talking about. Is there don't a Kiev chicken? There is. It's really good. Oh, never heard of that. Oh, you should try it. Oh, Ukrainian chicken. Yes. Nice. Um, this is all day <laughs> school shooting. Horrible thing. Yes. Uh, apparently. 19 kids killed. Two, yes. two teachers killed. Yeah. Uh, this loner gunman type, like the, the stereotypical was bullied, yeah. collected guns or had obsessions with guns, posted shitty things on social media. Yeah. It's like the, the package deal of right. a school Called shooting. Called his shots. Yep. I mean, literally went online and be like, yeah, I killed my grandma. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to go shoot up a school now. Yeah. And it's funny. We get banned off of platforms right. for stupid shit. And this guy's been talking about like raping people, right. threatening to rape people, kill yeah. people. And, and he's doing fine. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the mainstream though. I know I did see he was on some random social media site mm. that I'd never heard of. So maybe it wasn't like Facebook or Twitter, but very interesting story. And there's a lot of stuff surrounding it. So the reason why we're not going to talk a ton about it tonight is because we're going to talk about school shootings on Monday for our main episode. This yeah. one it's way too big to just try to kind of gloss over yeah. it for a weekend wrap-up show. So um, I want to dig into school shootings, like probably going as far back as like Columbine, because sure. I think that's when they that's became when it, a yeah, household right. name. That's when it took notice. People yeah, when it, notice. it became a, a a title. Justin says he was a video gamer. Yes. Uh, but yes. this time it was a Fortnite, which you don't think of. Yeah. Like you think the Call of Duty title. Right. They always linked it with Call of Duty right. or like the, the violent games, which... I mean, Fortnite is like Call of Duty yeah. for, like, grade schoolers. Right, right, right. It's the same, like, yeah. first-person shooter type. There's not as much blood, but... Right. You know, uh, which, I remember Columbine, you know, 1999, mm -hmm. right? They linked it to, uh, it was Mortal Kombat. Okay, I was because trying to think Mortal of Mortal Kombat one. was the big violent yes. game at the time, right? And Marilyn Manson, don't forget yep, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson and The Matrix. 
The yeah. Matrix was oh, the other wow. one. Wow, I didn't realize they linked it to the Matrix. Yeah. That was very lame for yeah. like causing people to want right. to commit violence. Unless unless it's somebody that's like, oh shit, the whole world is a simulation. A simulation. I want to kill everybody. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then then I could see that. But yeah, they're always looking for something to blame on it. Right. Um, so this one, I mean, this one goes deep. This one's um it's a big one. It, I'd say it's a big I'd one. I'd say it's probably the worst in a while. It, since Parkland, was it bigger than Parkland? Ah, I think Parkland I might have been 17. We'll, we'll know by Monday. We will. We will have all <laughs> these answers. So join us for that episode. We're not going to talk just like, like typically after these, we're like talking about gun control right. and because that's yeah. where it goes. And right. um, that's not the main talk. We've had right. like a couple different episodes talking about yeah. gun control. So I think the least of our focus will be on gun control. Yeah. Obviously, it's part of this. So yeah. we'll have to talk about it. We will try to be not dickheads about this. We're not going to come on and be like, well, obviously this is a conspiracy theory and right, nobody right. died. No, no, no that, that's not yeah. our style. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, eventually we might have to look at this and have right. that conversation. Yeah. But when people come out immediately and post all these random shit, yeah. it, like right after the fact, it's like, can we just like pause, pause the mm. politics, yeah. pause the, the shit slinging, yeah. pause the, the conspiracy slinging yeah. and just like yeah. focus on right this. Uh, on the tragedy that it is mm-hmm. instead of trying to make it a political issue. And, and nobody sure, misses a beat. I'm sure we say that now. And then Monday people are going to be like, you guys are dickheads about this. No, I'm and sure. we'll be like, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, you're right. So uh, Justin says, here's my age restrict episode. So there's the link. If you want right there, I haven't been like pull it, Like I've been reading them, but I keep forgetting to pull them up. So there's All the right. link. If you guys want to write Check that out down. the, the <laughs> vulgar episode. Yes. The big V. So we're going to move away from the Texas shooting because Monday, 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 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to still do yep. that time, right? Absolutely. It is Memorial Day, so it is, but it's... we'll be here. So yeah. you should be here, too. You can sit around a sit Memorial around the campfire. Day, yeah, turn on the podcast. Yes, exactly. What a better way to celebrate Absolutely. Memorial Day. Let's move on, though. Uh, we got we got some one world politic type stuff to talk about yeah. to, today because <clears throat> Davos kicked off. Um, We've got some trade agreements between Biden and like Pacific islands and countries. Uh, We've got uh, the WHO is being proposed more powers over pandemics, which because the freaking U.S. doesn't listen because they did such a good job of it before. Uh, Before we get into that one world politics stuff, um, I want to talk about this one. Uh, UK prosecutors are once again charging Kevin Spacey with sexual assault. Yeah. First of all, my first thought was these guys really have a really have a suicide mission, don't they? Right. Because how many of the people that like were witnesses to Kevin Spacey, how many of them have just oddly died in right. the last um couple years since yeah. since the initial reports came out right. they committed suicide they died randomly they drowned in like a shallow pool i don't know i don't know the specifics yeah. but a lot of them have died suspiciously right. and it's just like it's like he's protected on high from satan himself well it's like kevin spacey is the actual guy from house of cards oh i can't remember his name i was that. thinking usual suspects oh i don't know if i've seen that one oh, but i won't ruin it for you but you, you know did you ever one. watch house of cards where... i did not but i heard a lot of comparisons to the clintons well yeah well it's just like um big shot politician went and there's guys that make his dissidents yeah. go away and disappear 
and do his dirty work for him. And then, like, since he got kicked off of that, it's like his dissidents are going away and disappearing. It's just like he's really. And then, yeah. do, do you remember that commercial or like, like YouTube clip he did where he was in character as uh, the president yeah. on there? And it was just kind of creepy. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You yeah. thought I was gone type. Yeah. And it's just like. And that keeps popping up now. So apparently he's back. Back, back uh being accused again it says the the oscar this from al jazeera the oscar award winner and former old vic artist old vic uh i think that's a theater oh gotcha okay uh director artist artistic director faces a series of charges related to it uh, an uh, alleged wow i can't read offenses between 2005 and 2013 wonder why these are popping up now. Right. It's always my question when they pop right, up yeah. 10 years later. Like, why are these popping up now? Stuff right. in, the, in the realm? The UK's Crown Prosecution Service says actor Kevin Spacey has been charged with several criminalities, including sexual assault against three men following an investigation by police in London. Police said on Thursday that the alleged offenses had taken place between March 2005 and April 2013 with four incidents taking place in the capital and one in Gloucestershire, Western England. They involve one man who is now in his 40s and two men in their 30s. The CPS has authorized criminal charges against Spacey, who is 62, for four counts of sexual assault against three men. Four, 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 three four men. accounts against three men. So one must one have... got it twice. Yeah. Lucky him, I guess. Right. He has also been charged with causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent. Isn't that a sexual assault? I was going to say, is well? that sexual assault? How is that separate from sexual right. assault? I don't know Britain's laws. The charges follow a review of the evidence gathered by the Metropolitan Police in its investigation. Slew of allegations, it says. One, once one of Hollywood's biggest stars, Spacey was dropped from the U.S. TV show House of Cards and removed from the movie All the Money in the World after two. Or in 2017, after accusations concerning his alleged sexual misconduct came to light. 2017, London's Old Vic Theater said it had received 20 separate allegations of inappropriate conduct by Spacey from 20 men who came into contact with him at the theater. Man, this is a guy that thinks, this is a freaking narcissist. This is yeah. a guy that thinks that he can, Underwood, that's his name, President Underwood. Oh. Uh, this is a guy that thinks that he can get away with shit. Yeah, and yeah. he probably did for years. Yeah. And then, like you said, he stepped somehow pissed somebody off, stepped out yeah. from that umbrella protection. We've yeah. talked about this before. And all of a sudden they're like, you're on your own, man. Yeah. Here, here's this allegation, yeah. this allegation, this one that we protected yeah. you from all this time. Yeah. Well, now they're coming back to light to, to haunt yeah. you. Har Harvey Weinstein was like, hey, that one was mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says. The 62 year old served as the theater's artistic director between 2004 and 2015. Um, Roberto Cavazos, an actor who worked at the Old Vic, said in 2017 he had encounters with the Hollywood star at the time that verged on what you would call harassment. It's not known if Cavazos is one of the men Spacey has been charged with assaulting. Hmm. The same year, actor Anthony Rapp, this, this is all old, old news. Right, right, right. Uh, Anthony Rapp was the one that accused him in the 80s right. uh, when he was a teenager. Um, and remember that was the time he came out and he's like, guys, I know this looks bad, but just so you know, I'm gay. And everybody's like, wow, that was gross. Yeah, right. Not yeah. the fact that he's gay necessarily was the gross part. The fact that he's just like, I know this is horrible, but I just want to use this time to yeah, come right. out as a homosexual man. And it's just like, 
why would you use that now? Yeah, right. That that's horrible. Yeah, timing. just to try to shift perspective. Yeah. And of what does it. one have to do with the other? Well, yeah. If if you want to say one has to do with the other, how many people back like decades ago that were, um, like anti-homosexual, whatever, uh, even even recently tried to say that like homosexuals are mo more prone to like sexual right. assaults and sexual yeah. deviancy and stuff like that. So when he <laughs> connects yeah, right. the two, it's just like. Yeah. I, I I imagine all these people that have come out are just like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Come <laughs> Why on, are man. you doing this? Uh, Justin says Spacey played the role so perfectly. All personal bullshit aside, or maybe because of he really was made for that character. I'm guessing you're talking Underwood. about uh, Underwood, President Underwood, because yeah, he did great yeah. because he's that person apparently. Yeah, I I loved that show to be honest. And now knowing the person that he is, it's just like, uh, do they oh, have the old really episodes him. on Netflix too, or did they take I them off? I haven't looked in a while. Oh, okay. so just curious. I don't know. Um, says, let's see. Spacey denies the allegations and is currently trying to have a lawsuit from rap in New York thrown out. A judge in Manhattan just last year dismissed claims by a second man who is suing Spacey after the plaintiff refused to identify himself publicly. That's bullshit. Well, yeah. That came after prosecutors in Massachusetts in 2019 dismissed a criminal case brought against him in an indecent assault and battery charge stemming from the alleged groping of an 18-year-old man at a Nantucket resort. There once was a man <laughs> from Nantucket. Can it get any more cliche? It's ridiculous. So what do you think of this uh, What coming out now? Like, it, it's obviously you see it's like, wow. Big yeah. surprise there. Right. Well, again, the, the thought is like, why now? What what did he do? Whose toe did he step on? Or who did he piss off? You know, mm. because somebody who's been holding on to this for the last six years. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden they're they're starting to release it again. So it's really I but 20, 20 accounts. I mean, that's that's ambitious. Yeah. Well, four recent as of recent, yeah. four recent ones, but then 20 out of that same group theater group yeah, in and, britain yeah it's just like what the hell was going yeah. on there? i mean I, like you said the guy is a narcissist he's a predator and obviously this is one of those um like known secrets right like best right, right. like everybody yeah like knows about right. it it's it's not that yeah. like they they don't dare to talk about right. it but everybody knows that yeah. obviously if there's 20 people in this same group right. that have the same problems, everybody's got to yeah. know about it. Yeah, right? Right. And they've got to be warning the new guy, right. like, dude, stay away from yeah, him. Stay away from Spacey. Or don't if go to they don't, or if they're like into hazing and stuff, it's just like, oh, you should uh, yeah, take, right. take this over to Spacey's yeah. trailer. Mr. Over there. Spacey needs some coffee. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fucked up. <laughs> that's really fucked up. But, but again, it's one of those. Yeah. Known like secrets. you said, since he's been in Hollywood, what, since what, the 80s? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's probably been known since the 80s that he's, you know, takes advantage of, of young men. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's just sick. Yeah. It is. And it probably got covered up majorly. Oh, it, yeah. it had to have. Right. Like hush hush money, yeah. like uh, threatening careers yeah. or offering incentives. Like, oh, you want to be a famous star? Don't right. say anything. Yeah. So uh, we, we know how the Weinstein, Weinstein thing mm -hmm. went. We know how that stuff goes yeah. in Hollywood, and especially you know, back in the 80s. What's that... ironic is, did you ever watch the movie L.A. Confidential? Mm -mm. Okay, he's a uh, he plays a cop, and he actually busts an actor for doing the exact same thing. Wow. Yeah. He probably wrote the show. He probably like, did. This would be a great That's script. insane. I just thought about that. Hmm. I'm going to have to watch That's that. Ironic. What's it called again? L.A. Confidential. I'm going to have to watch that. You said it's from the 80s? Uh, 90s. 90s. Okay. 
All right, let's move on. Let's get into the world political stage because, I mean, as much as we hate it, as much as we uh, want nothing to do with it, it's there. They want to have everything to do with your life. So yes. we have to, like, at least know what's going on at the world level, right. the glo globalist level, because it's out there uh, for us to us to enjoy. They yeah. want us to eat bugs, which we have that we won't eat your bugs t-shirt yes. out there on uh, our web store. Go check that out at we Big Cartel. Uh, hang on, hang on. Breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Sorry, I, I that's have okay. a brain fart. I haven't Next Davos conference, we should we should go and wear those t-shirts. We should. We'll <laughs> protest in true Break the Bell style. So uh, Davos kicked off this week. The annual 2022 Davos meeting in Switzerland. And the big takeaway last week leading up to it was, oh, they're all sad because there's not snow this year. Because they right. had to, oh. well, they had to postpone it because of, COVID. COVID or something. Yeah. And so it usually goes in like February or January. And this year it was now in May. Yeah. And there's not snow. And I'm surprised they're not like giving side by side images of last year or well, the last sure. conference and this conference. It's like, look, global warming. It's like, look at last year's right. uh, and versus this year's yeah. the snow all over the Alps. And uh, this I'm year, no that's snow. Not a big takeaway. It's like, this. yeah, except, except there's a four month yeah. gap in that. I like how they, they, I've seen other news outlets call this the uh, supervillain conference. Well, it is the super. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's yeah. uh, Klaus Schwab and his uh, yeah. minions. His specter minions on yes. how to take over the world. I, I just picture, picture Klaus Schwab as um, the guy from Minions, from oh, Despicable yeah. Me, and yeah. all his minions yeah. at this, this conference. So I've got a few key takeaways from MSN.com because we don't use MSN enough anymore. Um, so I figured, Might I think well. I've got two articles. Okay. Yeah, two articles from MSN. So the World Economic Forum annual meeting 2022 in Davos, Switzerland, concluded without definitive solutions to a number of global issues. So they're going there to solve the world's problems, and they leave with no solutions to the world's problems. So what exactly are they doing there then? Um. And it seems like they focus primarily on like Ukraine and the war yeah. in Ukraine because uh, the keynote speaker was uh, Zelensky. Zelensky. He did a video address like they wanted him to do for the uh, the Grammys, yeah. Emmys, one oh, of those right. stupid award shows. The one that Sean Penn was going to burn all his awards. Yeah, did he ever do that? I, I don't know. He's a liar. So it says uh, nearly 2,500 politicians, business leaders, and members of the media gathered in the Swiss resort town. That's how you know – Maybe you're a little out of touch. It's like, let's go to this ski resort, right. this fancy, rich Swiss Alps ski resort, and talk about poor people and yeah, all right. the problems of the How poor people. How we can people. fix their problems. Fly our private jets, drive yeah. our big black SUVs. Yeah. Our from, convoys. Yes. Uh, talk about climate change and poor people problems. Yes. Uh, it says, members of me, all these people gather in the resort town, hoping to address a wide range of concerns, including soaring inflation, climate change, along with the war in Ukraine. How are these billionaires going to solve the war in Ukraine? Maybe right. they should send their billions to fund it instead right. of taking my money to, to send $80 billion to fund this fucking war if, they, if they're so concerned about it. It says, Putin's aggression and the subsequent economic impact remain the prevailing focus during the WEF, especially in the headlines addressed, uh, in the headlining address by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky Delivering remarks by video link, 
He said his country would not give up any of its land in order to end the Russian war. When questioned by reporters about the conflict, Zelensky said the war is not against a particular person or identity or entity, but for our land, our freedom, and for our independence and for our future. Sounds like uh, like you rehearsed it. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like he's really trying to appeal to the yeah. United States. You guys fought for independence and freedom. Right. This is our Independence Fourth Day. Independence, Independence Day. Day, yes. That's <laughs> from Independence Day, isn't I know. it? <laughs> uh, International Moner Monetary Fund Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva warned the group of elites that the growing food shortage is dire and that the global economy is facing its biggest threat since World War II. One, there was another article on here that said how they kept bringing up – let me see if I got that one – kept bringing up uh, like dark – um, history in this meeting because they kept referencing like it says uh, Zelensky summoned the legacies of Sir Sarajevo in, two thousand, or in 1914 oh, there you go and Munich in 1938 hmm. uh, the first reference was the actions in a seemingly faraway place such as the assassination of the Austro-Hungarian Archduke by a Serbian nationalist could trigger a fire far wider spiraling calamity. So how that one incident caused all World of World War, War, War I. I. Right. And he's comparing what's happening in that, the faraway land to that. That's kind of scary, yeah. actually. Well, that's Zelensky yeah. basically calling for World War I. Right. So if you guys don't step up your game, this is going to be World War I yeah. or World War all over again. Uh, the second, where did the second one go? Says the invocation of the latter was a warning not to appease Russia's hegemonic designs. Uh, then it says the illusions kept coming with an elaborate literary metaphor delivered in what the meeting's last major address Thursday. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz summoned the thunderbolt of the start of World War One and said uh, that the February 24th uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine was its own thunderbolt. So he compared it to World War One. Um, let's see, going on. It says Wednesday, Ukraine Foreign Minister Dmitry Kaliba briefed reporters in Davos on recent Russian advances in Ukraine's east. He said the Battle of Donbass is very much like the battles in the Second World War. Jeez, he's pulling all those stops. European Commissioner President Ursula von der Leyen. Uh, fumed at Russia's apparent weaponization of the food supply and blockade of Ukrainian ports, as well as capture as its capture of vast stores of Ukrainian grain. She said it was tantamount to the resurrection of a dark past, the time of the Soviets' crop seizure in the 1930s, in the devastating famine. So you, you see, just yeah, right. You know, we we talk about how they like symbolism, yeah, but man, they're just all over that symbolism yeah. during this Davos meeting That's ridiculous over the week. So I, I think it keeps on going with them, but we don't have time. It says for us, superpower rivalry has always been our doorstep. It was Soviet union in the U S now it's China at the U S says Malaysian health minister, Kerry Jamaludin. So, <laughs> so to us, the Ukraine war is really just a blip, not really a turning point, blah, 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 blah. So what do you think of just those connections there, the symbolism of it? I think that's really scary that they're making callbacks to that. I mean, trying to say that this little thing is going to blow up into something major like World War One or World War II. 
And then, hey, this kind of looks like World War One. Hey, right. this kind of looks like World War Two. And like if you remember, Stalin... if you remember World War One, yeah. this happened. That's right. kind of like this. And yeah. It's just like almost yeah. like they're trying to yeah. push. A <laughs> you world know what war. this reminds me of? You remember the time where we lost six million Jews and uh, yeah, twenty million Russians in the famine? Yeah, this kind of like that. Um, so they go on to talk about gas prices they're saying they could go even higher no i'm sure which if you look in california you're pushing like 750 a gallon we're over four we're like four four thirty thirty right now which yeah. is higher than i've ever seen yeah it's like double what it was two yeah. years ago um they're talking about possibly higher gas prices because china's reopening from shutdown so they're going to use even more gas um it says Linked to energy is the environment, and Joe Biden's climate czar, John Kerry, expressed optimism following a meeting with his Chinese counterpart during the WEF. The first in-person sit-down meeting between the two parties in months is part of an ongoing push by the White House to significantly reduce greenhouse gas emission. Uh, they talk about the semiconductor shortages. It says, in total... Or in the U.S., total car sales were down 21% year-on-year, according to new research by Deutsche Bank, because of chip shortages. Let's see. What else? What else do we got? Intel CEO said the shortage will persist through 2024. Hmm. Its company plans to open 10 new factories, hopefully in the United States, right. so we don't have the same problem. So it concludes with this. It says attendees left Switzerland feeling a sense of urgency with war, food shortage, and economic uncertainty, showing no immediate signs of easing. For the first time in over 50-year history, the World Economic Forum has decision makers reassessing the idea of globalization. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Are they like, wow, maybe this globalization thing isn't isn't what it's all or or like yeah, they're they're wanting to to or, double down and be do like, we need, we we need, need more. Now. We need more globalization. Right. We just we need to speed up our timetable here. So it talks about them reassessing globalization. Now is that like shifting focus? Like, right. hey, we gotta we gotta stop this because obviously it's causing all these bullshit yeah. problems. Or it's like, uh, there's not enough of this because yeah. what we're doing has caused all these bullshit problems. So to solve that, yeah, let's add more on top of that, more globalization. Right. That's probably. I mean, yeah. you're talking about billionaires meeting mm. on a at a globalist event yeah and none of them i'm sure are walking away being like you know what we should not be yeah. globalists anymore right no they're like you know we really got to crack down on this and globalize everything yeah. and make put everything under our hand if if we, if we controlled all of all the elements then none of these problems would ever yeah. occur in the first place. If we uh, if we controlled all the resources, then mm -hmm. then Russia can't shut down its yeah. resources to into Ukraine right. or to some of these poor yeah. countries because we just we just seize them and give them out as we see fit. Yeah, if we right. if we control all the energy, all the oil, then right. um, certain countries can't use more. Yeah. If we shifted everybody over to the green now, and and we had a worldwide focus, geez, I hit myself in the face with the microphone, <laughs> then. Then the world would be better off, and yes, not. Hey absolutely. guys, may, maybe maybe we should just not be involved and let countries take care of their own problems. And yeah, like, I mean, and they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just that meme where the guy gets thrown, out, thrown the out the window. window. Yeah. Yes, that, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> um, apparently at Davos, climate friendly farming is the new buzz. Says Cargill's CEO. It says soil should be thought of the same as a financial asset. 
and regenerative agriculture dominates Davos' talk on food and land, which that's how it should always be seen. It's it, very yeah. valuable. But <laughs> the big farm industry, the mm. big food industry, doesn't give two shits about mm. soil preservation, oh. soil conservation, and shit. There, it's like mass production. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't know uh, the fact that they are like just coming to this realization. Yeah, is, right. And you know they're just going to be like, you know, we need to maybe we need to control the soil too. Right, exactly. We need to control yeah. all the farmlands. And, and but that's why I get pissed off when they talk about putting <clears throat> solar farms out on this yeah. this this farmland out there because it's like you're going to kill all that that fertile land yeah. to put out solar farms, and it's like you know that just isn't smart. That guy, Car the Cargill CEO, says, I've been attending Davos for many years, and I think never before has there been as great an appreciation for the importance of the farmer and the food supply chain. That scares the shit out of me because they're too. coming after the farm. Yeah, exactly. Now. Exactly. So we got that to look forward to. Yeah. I got to keep going with this, though, because I got other things to talk about. Um, certain millionaires at Davos which I I didn't know millionaires were invited to Davos. I thought I they thought were just billionaires. I thought millionaires were considered peasants. That's what I thought. Like Davos they, they serve food for the billionaires. Yeah. Uh millionaires at Davos are calling for higher taxes and say tax us now. I imagine them all having a chant yeah. like a freaking pre-programmed chant like tax us now. Tax it's just like you can willingly give your uh, money right. to wherever the <laughs> fuck you want to. Yeah. You don't have to be told, yeah. hey, give me your money. It's like, will you tell me to give you? You can just yeah. willfully you can, yeah, you can, write they a take check donations. to the government. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they're not going to send it back to you if you don't want it. Yeah. It says a group of ultra-wealthy people are calling on the attendees of the World Economic Forum in Davos to make them pay more in taxes in order to help close a growing wealth gap. Dude, just go give it to the poor people. <laughs> that would close the wealth gap. That's, that's so stupid. Yeah, you are the ones that pay... The people that are yeah. part of the growing wealth gap, you could pay them more fucking money yeah. on your own. Yeah. So the group known as Patriotic Millionaires <laughs> oh my who came gosh. up with that stupid name. Oh, shit. We're the Patriotic Millionaires and we like want Trump to be taxed name. more. Yes. <laughs> uh, they published an open letter on Monday reiterating calls for the attendees of the forum to acknowledge the danger of unchecked wealth inequality around the world and publicly support efforts to tax the rich. They're like, I really want to pay more money, but my accountant is way too good at finding me these loopholes, yes. and and I don't know what to do. Yes. I don't know what to do. Uh, they all want that until you hear like thirty percent taxes right. or something. Well, who was that? There was a Hollywood actor. It was Will Smith. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, yeah we should be more like uh, France, France, and blah blah blah. Yes. Look what they have and what they have, and they're like, you realize they pay 30% tax and he's like, like his 50%. jaw dropped yeah. to yeah like yeah it was like 50 yeah his jaw literally like, oh. dropped he's like oh well that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> never mind i take all that back yeah the group which is calling itself the patriotic millionaires includes disney heiress abigail disney a longtime proponent for higher taxes for the extremely wealthy ask yourself abigail disney how much do employees of Disney make compared yeah. to you? Yeah. You could be doing more on your own. Right. Her brother, Tim Disney, and venture capitalist Nick Hanauer, an early investor in Amazon. There are signatories from eight different countries, including the U.S., Germany, Canada, and the U.K. They argued the bedrock of a strong democracy is a fair tax system. <laughs> All right. What's your take on that? 
Let, let's just break down that. Uh, that's just plain that ignorance. Yeah. The I mean, bedrock just... of a strong democracy is a fair taxes system that bridges the gap between everyday people and the ultra wealthy. First of all, who are the people that, uh, like, I don't know, push for tax cuts for the right. The corporations, is it us poor people that are like, you know, what would make the economy better yeah. is if you gave tax breaks to the CEOs of corporations, <laughs> right, right. To, to major corporations, you gave tax cuts and yeah. tax loopholes because we feel like that would help. Do you think the poor people came up with trickle-down economics? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I don't think they did either. Yeah. So when you got these corporate people, these like elitists in the corporate mm -hmm. well realm that are like, you know what the world needs is just more taxes. Yeah. Like why, where was that when these tax yeah. breaks were coming? I'm sure your dad was not right. pushing back against Ronald Reagan yeah. in the eighties or George Bush in the nineties yeah. and be like, you know, this is probably a right. bad idea. Yeah. No, they're like, Oh, that's a yeah. freaking put 0% taxes. Well, Absolutely. And, and it's like, okay, Abigail, why don't you sell the house in the Hamptons and, you know, out in the Bahamas and uh, your private plane and take that money and give it to, you know, people that need it, right? Why don't you up the salaries of people that work at Disney, you know, the, the janitors and stuff? It, it's like find a way to be productive other than sitting there and bitching and whining that you don't pay enough taxes. You know what I just just realized while you were talking and I wasn't listening? No, um, it's funny. Davos is where? Switzerland. Where did most of the ultra uh, wealthy people send money to elude taxes? What kind of banks did those typically Swiss go banks. to? Swiss banks. Yeah. Is there some connection between the ultra uber wealthy, like meeting in the Swiss Swiss country to talk about oh how all the poor people and we can help the poor people happen to be in this country that like pads their their untaxed wealth. By them, I, I don't know if Switzerland still is that way because now it's like the Cayman Islands and now it's right. like offshore. But for a long time, it was the Swiss banks yeah. that you always I'm heard. Sure, I'm sure that, I mean, I'm sure there's been a crackdown in the last, since 2008, I'm sure there's been a crackdown on those kinds of banks. Yeah, but still, it, it just yeah. struck me interesting when I saw, I was like, wait, Switzerland? Right. They're the ones that make the rich richer, right. the ones that are bitching about how rich they are and that they need to help the well, poor. I'm sure there's a reason why they meet in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. It says, a study conducted by the Patriotic Millionaires, along with the advocacy group Oxfam and other nonprofits, quote-unquote nonprofits, shows that a wealth tax of 2% on people worth more than $5 million and 5% on those worth more than a billion could generate $2.52 trillion. Wow. They did math really well there. Mm -hmm. Enough to lift 2.3 billion people out of poverty across the world. The awesome part of this is how many institutions do they have that are geared towards lifting people out of poverty across the world? And what's the poverty rate across the world doing? Right. It's climbing. Right. The more institutions they put in, the, the poverty just keeps going up. The rich somehow, somehow keep getting richer. And then you got dumbasses like this that are like, you know, we just need to just put more taxes on yeah. on people making, uh, what was it, 2 million or more, 5 million or more? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't 5 know. million or more, which I'm sorry, but 
Abigail Disney makes well over five million. She probably doesn't even see the money. She's got no. so much money. She doesn't need to that think you about could it. tax every you could tax one hundred percent of her mm. money for the rest of her life, and yeah. she would still. Oh yeah, not even notice. She she probably has no clue that all her money goes to some tax shelter, and she never even has to worry about paying taxes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's most of it. Like, I mean, it's like, what's his face? Who is that that millionaire that came out a uh, uh, couple years ago and was like, yeah, my secretary pays more taxes than I do. I, I can't remember, but I remember him yeah, saying that. Yeah, and it's like, fuck face. <laughs> that's because you have accountants that find ways to make you money and, and so you don't have to pay taxes. And right. it's like, but he has no clue about any of that shit. Yeah, and he's like bitching about it. Yeah. It's like, again, it's like, you could go... You could pay your accountant's taxes yeah, for her. You could right. be like, you know, what you what you pay in taxes this year? Oh, I paid about uh, eight thousand dollars. Well, here, here's a check for for ten thousand yeah. uh, dollars. Two of it for good measure, or, and or better yet, here's my number for my accountant. I'll pay his services for you. Yeah, he, he's really good at finding <laughs> loopholes, yeah, right? <laughs> She's like, wait, I am your accountant. Yeah, exactly. He's like, just find yourself a loophole in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here's a bonus for that. <laughs> She's like, asshole, I got to pay taxes on this now. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rand Paul, with Davos going on, Rand Paul it has a suicide. Um, really? Well, you know, it's about ideations time. too. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't had a suicide thought for yeah. a while. So um, he's on a suicide mission because he says elitists want a one world government. And that's not a conspiracy theory. So the things we've been talking about yes. for years, Rand Paul's now saying, and I mean, if you think, if you can actually sit back and listen to somebody say, uh, the World Economic Theory or Forum, that's all conspiracy theory, the Agenda 20, what, whatever, whatever right. our agenda, whatever that's all fringe conspiracy theorists. If you can, like, listen to them, what they actually say, then how can you say, hey, this is just fringe conspiracy theory? Because these are, like, we only say the things that they actually right. say. yeah. So it says, uh, this from Zero Hedge, it says, Senator Rand Paul appeared on Fox News Thursday and discussed the ongoing World Economic Forum gathering in Davos, Switzerland, remarking that it is not a conspiracy theory to suggest organization. the organization is seeking a one-world government rather than it is in their mission statement. <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. It's like, how can you say yeah. it's a conspiracy theory when it is like blasted on the top of their website? Right. Yeah. Paul urged that the real danger here is that that's even more dangerous than all their phony caring about carbon, the carbon footprint. The real danger is this. Look how bad your government is in a country where you get to vote for these people. This would be a government, a world government, where you don't get to vote on anybody. This is everybody's worst nightmare, Paul asserted, referring to the penetration of the WEF to quote its head Klaus Schwab into national governments. So him wanting to penetrate national right. they they worded that sentence really confusing yeah it was very awkward uh so saying wf klaus schwab wants to penetrate governments <laughs> yes he's really into penetration he really hardcore yes. penetration like of national governments yeah <laughs> maybe he maybe he's on bad terms kevin spacey's on bad he, terms that's with the guy off. uh the bureaucracy that we have trouble in our United States because we don't get to vote on them. We vote indirectly. Can you imagine the one world bureaucracy of all these elitists and their private jets that would rule our country and we wouldn't get to vote? So I'm dead set against this. And they used to call people that talked about the one world government used to say it's a conspiracy. 
We would always say, no, it's in their mission statement. They say it at every meeting. That's what they're for. Lack of sovereignty means lack of freedom. It means lack of responsiveness. And it's completely antithetical to everything our country stands for. So mm -hmm. that's Rand Paul's take on Davos, which yeah, well, I'm sure he was being polite, too, because oh, he's I'm a sure. politician. So he yeah. has to be political about it. But yeah. um, he's probably one of the first legit politicians i've heard come out and mm -hmm. really say a whole lot about the yeah, WEF. right a lot of times well most of them are there with them yeah so like john Kerry was yeah which why is al john Kerry still our czar yeah why is he still doing it? yeah what was it al gore said oh yeah he was like uh we're not gonna have to fucking worry about the monkey pox are we <laughs> so that's how serious we know this monkey pox thing is. right yeah so with all of this, let's talk some more one world stuff. Yes. Biden launched a new Indo-Pacific trade pact. Again, is this stuff we vote on? No. Our trade trade agreements thing cuz yeah. How did this affects us? Right. It should be. And all no, of a sudden all the time it comes out it's like, "Hey, this yeah. new trade agreement with this these people or we're not allowed to well, trade with these people." It's just like do we get a say in yeah. that? Like when they kind of shut down some of the trade with Canada. Remember Trump, Trump shut, shut down some like or some exporting of steel or something. Remember that? Yes. Um, it's just like, do we get a say in that? Because that directly affects us. Maybe right. we should have some kind well, of say in our trade policy. This directly reverses the the TPAC that yeah. uh, Trump had uh, oh, of course. canceled yeah. at, when he was president. So this goes and, and undoes that. Yeah. So and reestablishes the trade routes. Probably a deeper, like more ominous trade. Pact. Oh, I'm sure because I think it includes more countries. This says President Biden announced Monday that 13 countries were joining a new U.S.-led Asia-Pacific trade pact. So probably a way for us to exploit some like Pacific islands. Right. And, well, and, and to put a middle finger in China's face. Yeah, that's what it says. Designed to counterbalance the influence yeah. of China's government in the region while strengthening ties with allies. The Indo. Pacific Economic Framework for Prosperity, or IPEF, <laughs> will enable the United States and our allies to decide on rules of the road that ensure American workers, small businesses, and ranchers can compete in the Indo-Pacific per White House statement. Do you think they give two shits about <laughs> small businesses and ranchers in the no. Indo-Pacific? No, I don't think no, so. That doesn't, no, that's nothing to... Yes. You know, we're just going to sign this agreement to... To save the small yeah, businesses. We're really worried about the ranchers. Yes. The new framework will help lower costs. And always that always yeah. means that costs are going to go up. Right, exactly. By making our supply chains more resilient in the long term, protecting us against costly disruptions that lead to higher price for consumers. Biden said at a Tokyo news conference alongside Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida that the the IPEF is a commitment to working with our close friends and partners in the region on challenges that matter most to ensuring economic competitiveness in the 21st century. Initially, IPEF partner countries with the U.S. are Australia, Bruni, didn't even know that was a country, Bruni, 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 interesting, India, Indonesia, Japan, South Korea, Malaysia, New Zealand, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, interesting. That's going to piss off China. Yeah. I mean, we're not supposed to even acknowledge that they're a country, remember? Oh, Based you're thinking on... of Taiwan. Oh, Taiwan. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I get, they don't care I about get all that shit mixed up. I know. Up, there's too many ties out there. Uh, Vietnam or and Vietnam, according to the White House. Whatever. 
Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Uh, the pact was being launched some five years after President Trump withdrew the U.S. from the Trans-Pacific Partnership, there which is go. what you talked about, in order to prepare our economies for the future. All right. I don't need to read more. What do you yeah. think of all that? I'm just I don't know. I'm, I'm curious, like what kind of implications that's going to have with China as far as obviously, I mean, this is this is another shot across the bow for the trade wars. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I know that's all it is, is yeah. big middle finger to China and uh, strengthen yeah. relationships, probably preparing for some kind of war I, I'm something. sure it's not just trade. It's also defense. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I said, yeah. preparing for war yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was kind of my thought, too. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's. You think it's going to bring costs down? No, I, I think it's it's actually going to cause problems because countries are going to move over to these islands where they can open plants for cheaper labor. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be less. I mean, that's what happened with NAFTA. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's just going to happen with these other countries and islands in the Pacific now. Right. So if anything, you know, there'll be job shortages. One would think so. Right. But I, I don't know. Globalism. Right. It's, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's, It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. We are running out of time. The last globalist thing I wanted to talk about was Biden is granting more powers or is at least proposing Wait, granting more powers to the you, you WHO. You said you had a special thing for me. Hey, that's after this one. Oh, okay. This okay. the last globalist. Okay. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Biden is granting the World Health Organization more pandemic powers, or at least he's proposing it. That sounds horrible. And there's international opposition. Like the international, yeah. Like African countries are like that's stupid. <laughs> Says opposition from, and did didn't they have enough power? Oh yeah, you would think so. Says uh, opposition from African delegates to the seventy fifth World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. Once again, has forced hours of informal dickering on possible <laughs> revision. That's a does word I have not dickering? heard. It does. Wow, I have not heard that. I either. have not heard that in a while. At least that's like. Sounds like something my grandparents would have said back in the day. It's like a euphemism for bitching, but in the (laughs) 1960s. Uh, God. Informal dickering. I had to read it again. On possible revisions to Joe Biden's proposals to grant new powers to the WHO to deal with viral pandemics. So they need more regulation and powers. As previously reported... Biden's 13 proposed amendments to the UN's international health regulation that govern WHO operate operations grant broad new powers to Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, a former Ethiopian government minister who has been in the role since 2017. So just giving hmm. that guy more power. It says Tedros was confirmed for a second time early this week. By the assembly, which is WHO's decision-making body. The U.S. provides more than $150 million in assessed contribution to the fund. To fund the organization has given, on average, an additional $262 million in annual voluntary funding since 2012. Jeez. So we commit $150 million and yeah. we give $162 million annually since 2012. And we've decided that now we're going to give them more power. Under the proposed amendment, the director general could declare a public health emergency in any country, regardless of whether local officials agree with that declaration. That's bullshit. So they can just be like, you know what, Uh, New Guinea, 
that's a health crisis. You we're guys need you to, or we, you need to shut down or you need, it doesn't yeah. say that it grants them like, yeah. um, like the, the ability to put those restrictions on them, but okay. they do get to declare it an well, emergency, a health emergency, right. but that also shuts down certain trade that shuts right. down like travel and right. things like that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. And I guess I would know, I would want to know like locally or federally or whatever, like what action are they the they supposed to take then? Yeah, if the WHO declares that as yeah, like what what are they right. required? Do they have to send law enforcement in to make sure right. things are closed down? Martial law? I mean, what? Yeah, it says Tedros also would be authorized to rely on evidence from sources other than those approved by the affected country as the basis of such a declaration. So, doesn't even have to be scientists from that area? It could be um, a different area. Yeah, it could be just like uh, the Fauci's out there that are right. like, "Hey, that that looks bad over there. You should yeah. declare that an emergency." And they're like, "Hey, uh, fuck you guys. You're right. in a state of emergency." So, so basically, essentially, countries can order a pizza on another country. With the WHO, yeah, and be like, hey, um, yeah, there's uh, there's some monkeypox over in Switzerland, yeah, <laughs> and then WHO moves in, close everything down, and they're like, suckers. yeah, like that. What it, what was it called? Swatting? Where? Yeah, right, right, right. You calling like a SWAT team yeah. to like somebody there's a hostage situation over on Maple? <laughs> yeah. So that's basically what it sounds like. What right. do you? That sounds dumb. How how, like, wh where's this one coming from? Do you? Yeah. What's your thought on that? Like, where? Why do they decide this? Well, I mean. It, it's got to be because of the United States. That was my thought, too. It's just like <laughs> all these countries, like how how many times do people like, well, look at the stupid United States. Right, they yeah. don't want to shut down. Yeah. They don't want to mask. They're just doing it their yeah. own wild, wild west way. Right. Um, but the funny thing is it's Biden that's proposing this. Right. Yeah. To be like, you know what? You guys should have the final authority in what our country does when right. we're the ones that – Kind yeah. of pushed against some of those regulations right. in the first, at least. Yeah. Maybe if it's coming from you guys, they'll take it seriously. They don't listen to me, so yeah, right. maybe if they, maybe they'll listen to you. Yeah. The people that aren't going to listen to Biden, you think they're going to fucking listen to the WHO? No, no. no, no the no, people no. that that said said uh, this is all stupid. The WHO was absolutely included in that. Yes. Big generalized this is stupid yes uh statement yeah. there there's a this is stupid burrito that has cdc biden fauci and, and the who, WHO. and then you're all included <laughs> yeah. so when biden's like uh these guys don't listen to me um you you need to do this yeah. uh from a global level yes. because maybe if it comes from a global level they'll actually listen <laughs> yeah, to it no right. no that's how out of touch yeah. you are exactly says the health the wha which is the assembly health oh. assembly Business is being conducted by two committees consisting of delegates from 194 member nations. The proposals, Biden's proposals were first considered earlier this week by Committee A, presided by Japanese delegate Hiroki Nakatani. The Assembly's process is to allow delegates to comment and debate on proposals. Then if no objections are heard, the proposal, this is all just uh, boring business right. stuff. We don't need to know how it works. Yeah. The African region shares the view that the process should not be fast-tracked. Moses Kittle, deputy permanent secretary in Botswana's health ministry, reportedly told the assembly. So basically, some of these African nations are like, before we fast-track this and just give blanket powers to the WHO, I feel like 
we should at least yeah. discuss this well, so we could see exactly what we're signing off on. Right. Well, and, but that, that's, and that guy's going to die. <laughs> right. But that's a good point, though, because there were a lot of African nations I was gonna say that, that refused the vaccine. Well, look at Omicron. Remember when the yeah. Omicron came out and everybody's like, well, shut down yeah. travel and trade yeah. to, to these African nations. And the scientist that right. discovered yeah. it was whoa, like, whoa, 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 this has gotten way out of hand. Yeah. This is not that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah. And and Everybody they, else is like, yeah, you know, fuck you. We, yeah, no trade. Right. We're for taking you. precautions. And all of a sudden, WHO is like, whoa, 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 we got this. <laughs> Next time they're like, it's not a big deal. WHO is like, you don't get to call that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's on it. That's on that's us. That's not up to you. Yeah, to we're coming in and shutting everything else down until we can determine if this is actually the threat that people think it is. See, our scientists say that you guys have a threat there. Right. I don't care what your scientists say. Right. Yeah. So it's cute that the African scientists think that this is not a big deal. It's just giving <laughs> more power to the the people at the top that screw it, it up for everybody yes. in the first place right. or that that are on power trips and all this this shit. Yeah. So because we know we know that the WHO hid critical information during the coronavirus. You can't say that, though. Well, no, well, that's okay. conspiracy theory. Okay, okay. Like we might get kicked off YouTube if you say that. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that ship has sailed. Yes. So, so I mean, you have a corrupt organization, and now you're going to give them more power. Yeah. I mean, that to me is just ridiculous. Well, well, they're only corrupt because they don't have enough power to do things the right way. <laughs> okay. So you give them more power, oh, they're okay. going to be less corrupt, more gotcha. money too, more money. Don't forget that. Yes, that's so important. Throw more money at it. Can we give them more guns too? Uh, yeah, because they're going to take our guns and right. give them to yeah. them. So okay. that's, that that's the way this works out. So then this last thing, we got to get out of here because uh, it's about time to get out of here. This is kind of right in line with this, but this doesn't this isn't necessarily global level, but it has to do with um, COVID and all the shit that went with it. This was just a headline that I saw pop up under a health section of this is from statnews.com the title is viruses that were on hiatus during covid are back and behaving <laughs> in unexpected ways <laughs> the sad thing is this isn't sarcasm because i was just like wow that's funny that's they're being sarcastic about it. no they're dead serious that's, that's ridiculous you didn't know that like the flu and stuff yeah. they they went on they the, took a vacation they're wow. like oh covid's got COVID's this got this year <laughs> yeah. we, we'll come back next year yes. well after two years they're back and wow. they're pissed off because they yeah. you know if you took like a, a oh, 60 yeah. day vacation it's got all the good names that, yeah the, well that day you come back you're going to be disgruntled mm -hmm. as That's hell true. well That's all true. these viruses that took a vacation yeah. are disgruntled because they had to come back it's ever gone <laughs> yeah it's just like man that was way too I'm short start acting erratic <laughs> pretty much says <laughs> we got to read this one to really figure out yes. this person's mental state i mean you have to be mentally unstable to right. think in this way for nearly two years as the covid pandemic disrupted life around the globe other infectious diseases were in retreat now as the world rapidly dismantles the measures put in place to slow the spread of covid the viral and bacterial nu nuisances that were on hiatus are returning and behaving in unexpected ways. <laughs> all right. So, so this answers all our questions that we've had in the last couple right? of weeks. Yeah. Like what happened to the, the, the death rate from the flu that dropped completely oh, like, through wait. the roof? What are, what like, are the two big, the, two Jeez. crazy ailments that we've talked about the last week? Well, hepatitis. Monkey, yeah. Oh yes. Monkeypox. Yes. 
Consider what we've been seeing lately. The past two winters were among the mildest influenza seasons on, on record, but flu hospitalizations have picked up in the last few weeks. In May, adenovirus type 41 previously thought to cause fairly innocuous bouts of gastrointestinal illness may be triggering severe hepatitis in healthy young children. So, you know, all those diseases that were on vacation, yeah. now they're causing hepatitis wow. in, in children. Um, respiratory syncytial virus, that's why they call it RSV, because it's really hard to pronounce. A bug that normally causes disease in the winter touched off large outbreaks of illness in kids last summer and in early fall in the U.S. and Europe. And now, monkeypox, a viral virus generally only found in West and Central Africa, is causing unprecedented outbreaks in more than a dozen countries in Europe, North America, and the Middle East, and Australia, with the United Kingdom alone reporting more than 70 cases as of Tuesday. From a fucking sex party in a sauna room. Yes. <laughs> a gay sex party, no less. These viruses are not different than they were before, but we are. For one thing, because of COVID restrictions, we are far less recently acquired. Um, we have far less recently acquired immunity as a group. Not me. Well, first of all, <laughs> no fucking shit. How many right. times did we say that during yeah. the lockdowns and stuff? It's just like, do you know what this is do doing? Yeah. All the do wearing the mask, system? all the social distancing, the, the all the sanitizer on your yeah. hands. All the, it's yeah. just obliterating your own yeah personal immune system so yeah. you're not fighting that stuff that your yeah. body is normally exposed to in little yeah. increments and then it fights it off and builds yeah. immunity to it so now the same people that said fucking lockdown yeah. are saying well uh because of covid restrictions uh, we don't have that the immunity that yeah, we had yes. before and that increases in susceptibility experts suggest means we may experience some Wonkiness as we work towards Wonkiness? a new yes. Is that a scientific Forget term? <laughs> great words today. As we work towards Wonkiness. a new post-pandemic equilibrium with the bugs that infect us, larger waves of illness could hit, which in some cases may bring to light problems we didn't know these bugs triggered. Diseases could circulate at times or in places when they normally would not. I think we can expect some presentations to be out of the ordinary. Not necessarily really severe. I mean, it's not a doomsday projection, but I think slightly out of normal. Um, goes on to say, this medical guy, Marion Koopmans of the Netherlands, said she believes we may be facing a period when it will be difficult to know what to expect from the diseases that we thought we understood. This phenomenon, the disruption of normal patterns of infections, may be particularly pronounced for diseases where children play an important role in the dissemination of the bugs. So what's what's their solution, I wonder? Are we supposed to, should, because all this is coming to light, because we're coming back into contact with each other, but the reason why we lost our immune system is because we were locked down and not in contact with each other. Right. So what's the fucking solution then? More, more vaccines, right. more... Wear, wear your mask. <laughs> yes. Right? Says, uh... Such factors may help explain the recent rash of unusual hepatitis <coughs> excuse me, in young children. Scientists investigating the cases think they may be caused, at least in part, by the adenovirus type 41. The possibility is puzzling because the virus hasn't been seen to cause this type of illness in the past. So why are you linking it to that then? Right. Um, 
Scientists theorize, sometimes scientists theorize this virus may have always been responsible for a portion of the small number of unexplained pediatric hepatitis cases that happen every year. Maybe the thinking goes there have been a lot more type 41 infections over the past eight months because of increased susceptibility among children. That in turn could be making visible something that wasn't spotted before. I understand that. Right. I mean, if you're one of the dumb shits that make your young kids wear masks. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. It's going to get Talks about, uh, it says, Koopman said, some studies suggest that after a one or two year period in which flu transmission is low, there could be a sizable reduction in the number of people who have flu antibodies that are at levels high enough to be considered protective. So also potentially a bigger, more susceptible group in adults. We're talking about endemic diseases that had a certain pattern of predictability. And that pattern in part was seasonal, but in part was also driven by the size of immune and non-immune population. And at least in the last bit has of course increased. So what, what, I mean, is this just another way of scaring us? I mean, I I see where where they're going. It's just like, yeah, I do think they compromise our immune system. So yeah. what, what's the solution? The only solution could possibly be more vaccines right. because you can't lock down again right. because obviously that's going to cause you to be more susceptible right. to these diseases. But you can't just go about your business because you're going to be spreading these right. diseases. Right. So I guess we have to look at more and more and more vaccines for mm-hmm. this. Probably Your not. thoughts? Yeah, I, I just think it. this is a way to continue on with the new normal, right? Stay away from the big groups, wear your masks, you know, don't go to super spreaders, you know, keep using your Germex, you know, and, yeah. and and try not to go out in public as much as possible during peak hours. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's what they're trying to say. But just like the freaking economy, you know, you got to expose yourself to it. Right. Right. I mean, otherwise, you what, you can't run in fear well, that's life. how we built the immune systems against these diseases well, we had to exactly. begin with. And so, yeah, if you're somebody who bought into the fear, which the press, the government pushed, and you locked yourself down for two years or whatever, and, I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to have to readjust to the conditions out there. I right. mean, it, it sucks, but that's kind of where you're at. Here you go. We're very focused on under-vaccinated children with routine child immunizations because it's the setup for introduction of measles. There you go. But then there have also been a lot of kids who haven't gotten the usual kind of viruses they may have been exposed to. So they had to throw vaccines in there. Um, this is very long. I'm trying to get to a conclusion. It says, if you look at what's happening in the world over the past few years, and if you look at what's happening now, you could easily wonder if this virus entered the UK two to three years ago. It was transmitting below the radar. I'm guessing they're talking about monkeypox here. Mm. Um, it was transmitting below the radar screen with slow chains of transmission, said Hyman who worked on smallpox eradication early in his career. And then all of a sudden, everything opened up and people began traveling and mixing. While all this could make for an unsettling time over the next couple of years, things will eventually quiet down, they predicted. I think once you've infected... Okay, you ready for for this? You ready? I think once you've infected a number of people, herd immunity ensues and the virus goes away. (laughs) Do they even listen to what they say? 
<laughs> we haven't fundamentally changed the rules of infectious diseases. Yes, yes, you kind of did, actually. <laughs> All right, let me let me read that again. Once I think once you've infected a number of people, herd immunity ensues and the virus goes away. Yeah, Referring to logic. viruses in general, like COVID virus, maybe when they said we're all freaking morons for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is too much. Yeah. I, I, who is like who is this coming from again? Stat statnews.com. I'm not even sure who you, that we've is. We've done articles from stat before. Have we? Yeah. I don't know what kind of what kind of people are these because they sound like freaking morons. Again, yeah. these are probably the same types that push for lockdowns during coronavirus, yeah. push for um, the masking and the, yeah. the social distancing and all that same same stuff. Yeah, but but you know I and I think we're in the same boat as this is we don't believe the flu went away. Yeah, right. We just think that those numbers were were maybe manipulated a little bit. To be like, oh, well, he died from COVID. Okay, yeah. well, maybe he had the flu and COVID. I don't know. Right. You know, I, I just, again, they, they fucked with the numbers so much. You're not going to get a, a decent read oh, on never. anything that happened. Absolutely happens. never. No, ever. And so now they're trying to come out and try to make some sense out of it. And again, skewed statistics. You're not going to get a straight right. answer, you know. It's all fucking stupid, and it's just you got to laugh at you stuff do. like that yeah. when it's coming out blatantly contradicting. They're making the same contradictions right. we made, yeah. but we are called like still being right. called medical disinformationalists right. for oh. it. But when it comes to these normal viruses, right. well, obviously herd right. immunity comes to play. Well, obviously you're hurting your immune system by right. shutting yourself out yeah. for for a long time. Yeah. But if you say that stuff about COVID, you get yeah. kicked off YouTube right. for right. the exact same thing. Yeah. We are well out of time for this episode. Got to talk about some global politics. We got to talk about yeah. some some COVID stupidity. Kevin Spacey raping more people. Yeah. Um, other things Thanks like that. Us, so bro. it was a fun one. Um, don't forget Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to talk about school shootings because that was obviously the big news. Yes. And we want to really dig deep into that um, on Monday night. So yeah. come back, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we'll post the link. We're not on YouTube anymore because YouTube is stupid and garbage. But we will Nazis. hopefully be on Odyssey. Otherwise, we'll still be on Facebook Live we'll somewhere. and Twitter Live. You'll be able to find us. Share that with your friends. Spread this shit all over. Hit the like and subscribe button. Whatever. Not on YouTube, obviously, but everywhere else. And uh, we'll be able to do bigger and better things. Absolutely. Enjoy your long weekend. Hopefully, you have a long weekend. I have a long weekend. Do you I have, have a long weekend. Enjoy your long weekend. This has been fun. We will talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, Beyond the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.